may be seated unless you celebrate her birthday and anniversary. We'd like to recognize her. It's great to be in the Lord's house today and to have you with us. A few things from the bulletins we start. Uh, first of all, uh, we have a guest speaker. I'll be introducing him in just a moment. Uh, we have Senior Saint Luncheon tomorrow, and uh, it's a Thanksgiving luau. Uh, it'll be here at the church at 1130. Uh, the homeschool uh, cooperative is putting that on, so we would encourage uh, all the senior saints to come. Looking forward to a good time of fellowship there. Uh, youth rally coming up November the 18th. I'll be leaving at 6 o'clock here at church. Hope to be back around 10. Uh, Lord's Supper, will be observing that on Tuesday the 22nd at 7 o'clock. Encourage all church members to come be a part of that. And uh, there will not be a Wednesday night service that week, okay? Uh, Christmas missions offering, uh, we take this on December the 4th to be a blessing to a missionary sent from our church. And so if you pray about it and be involved in that, that'd be a blessing. Uh, Christmas program, uh, the choirs presenting the word became flesh on December 11th in the morning service. I encourage you to invite your friends and look forward to a good time uh, there as we hear the word presented in song. Uh, we do have several in the prayer area that we need to add today. First of all, I have Mrs. Chin right here on the list and there she sits. What a blessing. Amen. Uh, she had surgery earlier this week and is able to be with us, but we need to continue to pray for the healing process uh, to uh, fully take place there. Marty Bush had his other knee replaced, and uh, they sent him home on Friday, and uh, he's still battling with lots of pain. He did this when they did the first knee and uh, battling his diabetes and the pain and so forth. If you would pray for Brother Marty, uh, that would be a blessing. Then we received word this morning that uh, Rachel Starbucks' mother, uh, Mrs. McReynolds, passed away. Um, brother and Mrs. McReynolds, uh, he's pastored in Beloit uh, forever, it seems like. Uh, he's just been a small-town pastor, and uh, Beloit's been the last stop uh, on the list, and Brother Mike and Miss Rachel have gone out. Uh, he's actually become the assistant pastor. Well, actually, now he's the lead pastor, and Brother McReynolds is his assistant. Uh, but anyhow, her mom passed away about 3 o'clock this morning. So if you would be praying for the Starbucks, I know they would appreciate your prayers as they make their final arrangements and so forth, and we'll be going out to be a part of that service. Pray for them. Well, it's good to be in the Lord's house today. Have Brother Foster come back, lead us in another song, and then I'll be introducing uh, Brother Cooper. Sing hymn number 384 in the service of the King. We'll sing the first and the last verses.
Amen. It's an honor to have uh, Brother Martin Kuhn and his wife and daughter with us again this year. It's always a joy uh, to have uh, them with us. And then at this time of year, we acknowledge our veterans. I couldn't think of a better guy to come. He can follow orders well. I told him if he didn't straighten up, I was going to have Brother Gary get up here and instruct him because he is our drill instructor. Sometimes jarheads just need to be reminded, okay? But anyhow, I, I do uh, love and appreciate Brother Kuhn. He's been a dear friend uh, all these years, and I am thankful that he could come be with us today. Brother Kuhn, come. Hey Amen. It is good to be here, good to be back with you and uh, to celebrate Veterans Day. Uh, how many of you got your, your coupons or your vouchers or your free meals, free haircuts? Uh, I tell you, it's not always been like that across America. I'm glad I'm of a generation that allows us to. Of course, I'm always on the lookout for people trying to scam, too, at the same time. You know, there's people that take advantage of that. But I do appreciate uh, gratefulness. And I, I you know, I... Uh, I, I try to do my part to thank everybody for service, too. You know, if I see someone wear a veteran's hat or whatever. I, I, I wear Marine Corps shirts all the time and uh, T-shirts around. Uh, but I work from home, so nobody ever gets to see it. Uh, but, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm out and about, I don't always wear uh, uh, military stuff. My, my wife makes me pin my medals on my chest since I don't wear dress blues anymore. And, and uh, so... Uh, but it is, a, uh, it is an awesome privilege to be here. I did uh, have an opportunity. We see Jared quite a bit down in Oklahoma City. I did ask him if he wanted us to bring home laundry. He didn't, he didn't want us. I told him we'd be back Monday. We'd pick it up Saturday, get, get it to mom, and bring back Monday. But uh, uh, he said, tell everybody hello. He's doing well. And, uh, uh, but, boy, it is, a, it is real a blessing to be here. And uh, could can't tell you the friendship that we have with your pastor and the love we have for him and uh, uh, how blessed you are as a people and, and how excited we are to be here. Turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2. One of the orders he told me was you got to keep it really short all the time, all the messages. And so I had my wife re-download new sermons that uh, were shorter and uh, so hopefully we get... There will be a theme today, sort of uh, about the military, and uh, uh, I, asked, uh, I asked your pastor, I said, are you going to do that song thing where we got to stand for all the different uh, branches of service? And he said, yes. And I said, you know, that confuses people a lot because I stand for like three of them. I served six years in the Army and uh, then uh, went into the Marine Corps my last 12 years, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, did the last 12 years in the Marine Corps. Once I learned to read and write, they kicked me out. And, uh, and uh, uh, so uh, uh, I, I, every Marine stands for Anchors Away, the Navy song. So then, then the Marine has to stand for two. And then being in the Army, I stand for uh, the caissons go rolling along. And so, you know, uh, it, it, I'm not confused if you see me doing that, all right? And... But uh, I, I think it's neat that we honor and remember those things. But I always want us to understand that, you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, we're in a, we're in a battle. We're in a battle, a spiritual battle. And by the way, it has more, uh, you know, it has more eternal value and more eternal consequences than any earthly battle. 
you know, I know we we feel things in the inflation and and Putin just ruined everybody's economy and, uh, you know, it's all his fault. And I know that we feel those things. We have a missionary that we supported when I pastored in Wisconsin, the Preems, that are in Ukraine. He He's uh, he's an American, and he married a Ukrainian lady, and they went back to her home country, and they are doing, uh, they send out Facebook posts, so they are doing meal on wheels for people in the town where they're at, and, and trying to pass out supplies, and uh, just about every day he, he posts, heard this, the alarms today, the air raids, ran to the shelters, and he's seen people saved, and... and uh, uh, feel like people are reaching out to the church, people are getting more questions. And so he says, I don't want to rejoice in war, but he says, you know, we do rejoice and more people have gotten saved in the time since Putin's attack than, uh, than they had in their ministry before. And so there is, you know, the, uh, sort, of, sort of reminds me of what uh, Joseph said to his brothers, right? You meant it for evil, but God used it for good. You know, the, uh, the, the, the idea that things are bad. And I think that when we take this time of Veterans Day, it's a good time to, to honor veterans and recognize them. And I, it's funny, I, I, you know, military guys probably understand this. We, we get a little frustrated with, with general civilian society because they confuse all of the holidays together. You know, everything happens, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, Armed Forces Day, it's like the same thing. And, you know, people are like, well, think about those that have passed away this Veterans Day. Well, that's not what Veterans Day is for. It's for those that served and uh, uh, not those that are necessarily on active duty, but those that served and, and to thank them for that. Memorial Day is those that have died for service. And, and then Armed Forces Day, those who are active in serving. And, uh, you know, so it's time, it's good throughout the year uh, uh, that we think about those times and we do it. And I also want us to not just think about the veterans and the freedoms we have, but I also want us to think about the spiritual warfare that we go through. It, it, we get caught up in the busyness and, the, uh, you know, the, the life happens, right? And we get caught up in those things. And, and it's good to take a Veterans Day to sit back and say, okay, thank you. But it's also a good time for us spiritually to sit back and say, okay, Lord, thank you for what you've done in preparing us for battle and those who have gone before and, and, have, and have followed the old paths and uh, have laid the groundwork for us. Really, sort of like the, the memorial as the, they took the, uh, the smooth stones out of the Jordan River, right? Uh, the 12 stones out of the Jordan River when the nation of Israel was crossing into the promised land. They went out and got these 12 stones out of the river, out of the dry ground, and brought them to land and made a memorial. And, you know, it's a good time for us to do that. And, to, uh, you know, Paul, he uses a lot of analogies, uh, a lot of descriptions when he's talking about the Christian warfare. And in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, he says, Now therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. This idea that we need to take an assessment of this warfare that we're in. By the way, you know, there, there is sometimes, and I get why we do it in service, you know, you, you've got to have, a, you know, a, the, the, 
uh, in the Marine Corps, the combat action ribbon to show you've been under fire, or uh, uh, the combat infantryman's badge, you know, uh, you, if you see a, uh, uh, a soldier in uniform and he's got, uh, uh, you know, patches on both sleeves, you know, both shoulders, you know that one of those he's is his current unit, one of those he's served in combat with. And, and there's signifiers to show that they've, they've been there. And there's certain rules. I don't know all about uh, 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 the armies. Uh, I was just a young guy uh, uh, when I was in. And, and, uh, uh, but when, when, uh, when, when, when I was a little senior in rank and, and a little more senior in age and paying attention in the Marine Corps, you know, I knew that there were certain qualifications, you know, there uh, to, to earn a combat uh, action ribbon, you had to have received enemy gunfire, not just been in enemy territory. You had to have, have engaged the enemy and had to, uh, been under uh, uh, enemy com, uh, in combat situation to receive that. So just uh, being in country did not mean that you were a, uh, receiving that combat uh, uh, action ribbon. And, you know, the, the, the Marine Corps puts a big emphasis on the word action, you know, that, that you need to have that action to be able to take care of things. And, and I know sometimes we get to a point where even as a, as a veteran that you start to, uh, you know, looking and judging and everything else, I, I, I feel that way, you know, since I, I think I'm the only one wearing medals in here. And, uh, uh, you know, you start looking, all right, what's he got there? Well, what are those campaigns? And, well, you know, what, what, what's all that uh, uh, says? And, and, you know, the reason the, the military does that is, one, to, to a, a, recognize the work that someone's done, but also let it be sort of a resume for others to see. The, uh, uh, the reality of these things doesn't show bravery. It doesn't show... Uh, uh, you know, how, how accurate you are with a firearm or anything else like that. Uh, but it does give you an idea of where someone's been and what they've done and what they've experienced and how, how they've done it. Uh, uh, when, you, uh, when, you, when you add in ribbons that don't have medals, uh, you know, there's, uh, there, there's more things that, that would be worn on my uniform. And I was at a banquet one time and they gave me a large ribbon and it was a, uh, uh, a CRB, uh, or COB, and uh, uh, I, I was, uh, I had never heard of that, and it was a continued on back ribbon, and, uh, you know, so that they could carry on the medals. But those things don't say anything to how we endure, uh, how we go through things, uh, um, when, when, when Paul here is saying, thou therefore endure hardness, he's given us sort of the key to victory. Because it's easy to be a Christian in a room like this with other Christians. I mean, it, we're not enduring anything. You know, now, it was a little awkward leaving the hotel today uh, wearing a tie, he dressed for church, and everybody else is dressed for the game. <laughs> and especially since I'm a Denver Broncos fan, I had to remember I'm dressed for church, can't call them names or make fun of them. Or, and, and technically, as a Denver Broncos fan this year, like last year, I'm just sort of sneaking out anyways. But, uh, uh, you know, the, the reality is, is that, uh, you know, 
It didn't make me more impressive than I'm wearing a suit and they're wearing whatever. We go to work, it becomes a little more of a challenge. We hear things, we, we, we don't intend to. You don't have to you know, hang out with the bad guys like at school to hear the bad stories. You just go in the workplace and you hear it all the time. You know, you, 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 I mean, you go to pay for gas inside and you just, you, you get a colorful language of someone having a conversation with a cashier. I mean, you can't avoid what you're hearing, what you see. We have in our family, I, I think we've said it before, we raised two boys and so we had, uh, you know, key words and, uh, you know, when someone was dressed immodest or we were passing a billboard on the road or whatever, uh, you know, mom or dad or anybody would yell out Nike and all the boys would look at their shoes, you know. And, and it just meant, look at your shoes. And uh, now anybody else who heard that thought, man, they're, they're fans and they like shoes, like Nike. But that meant, you know, there's nothing to see. You know, you don't walk through the mall. You don't, you know, don't look. Don't look around. And somebody says, don't look there. <laughs> hey, don't look away. What do you do? You look to it, right? Heads up, right? We, we stop and we, you know, you get a, a softball in the eye or something like that. You know, I mean, but what we did was we, Nike, we're going to train them. All right, look at your feet. There's something here that you're not supposed to see. You can't go through life looking at your shoes all the time. We have to endure hardness. Now, that's the world around us at large, and we should understand that they're going to they're gonna be like that. We, we shouldn't be surprised that they're like that. But then, the endure hardness is not to be a badge of honor where we're like, well, you know, I'm tougher than them, I'm, I'm self-righteous, I'm... I'm you know, I, I'm, I've, I've arrived, I've all these things. That's not what it's meant to be for us. It's meant to be that when we go through those struggles, we're able to do it. I mean, really, that's what boot camp is. We can, you know, argue whose boot camp is tougher or any, anything else and, and, you know, who's got it easy and if troops today have it easier than troops of... Uh, you know, yesteryear or whatever. I think it's all relative. But, you know, there was one goal, and that was to make you not quit. Or if you were going to quit, quit now before it mattered. You know, that's why they, 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 they want to see if you're going to persevere through. Uh, it's, a, it's to be a, an area to see if those that aren't going to make it or those are going to have some uh, a mental deficiency, and most of them do and make it into Marine Corps boot camp. But, uh, uh, you know, if they're going to have a mental deficiency or they're going to have a shortfall or they're going to have something else that's going to limit them, then we're going we're gonna to weed them out early. And, and, and those that can endure will go through it. I, I, you know, my experience is, we often think it's the biggest, strongest, more muscular guy that's going to be the, the Navy SEAL. And, uh, you know, there's a, uh, that's not the case for every one of them. You know, it's the guy that's mentally tough and able to endure that's going to become the, uh, the pararescue jumper or is going to become the Navy SEAL or the Army Ranger or the Force Recon Marine. You know, it's going to be those guys that... You know, no matter the obstacle, they're going to endure. 
And, and sometimes it's not even winning. It's just enduring. And I love where Paul is saying that, endure. It's going to be hard. Endure. Anybody who's been married longer than 10 years, congratulations. You've endured lovingly. Uh, you've endured. It doesn't get easier because I'll tell you this, we'll be celebrating 30 years and I find out new stuff about my wife all the time. Oh, this is my favorite. No, it's not been your favorite ever. Yes, it is. You just don't ever pay attention. Uh, No, no, no. I know we've had these I don't pay attention conversations before. This is not one of them, you know. You can't keep using that on me. You know, it is is that. We're always learning. We're always finding something new. We're, We're always going through. The issue is that we endure. We stay the course. You know, it, it, it combat situations in, in, is moments. Typically, it's, it's moments. You, you think about even battles of old, even when they had muskets and they had it. You know, the, 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 the day-long warfare, you know, we don't live in castles where we siege people anymore. You know, the, 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 the firing from one position to another position, especially now that we can reach out with artillery and smart bombs and uh, uh, cruise missiles. You know, there's a, there's a whole lot more going on. And by the way, I think, I think the, the, the Ukraine-Russian conflict shows us that some of that technology, if the people are willing to endure and, and persevere and stay united and, and, and stay uh, 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 focused on the mission, they'll be successful. Now, there's heartache, destruction, and, and, and I'm not saying it's definitely not saying it's going to be easy. The Lord never says it's going to be easy, but he says we can overcome with him. With him. I can do all things through the Marine Corps' training, right? Isn't that what the Bible says? I can do all things through, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know through, through my own uh, personal perseverance. No, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And so there are four things that we see about this idea of enduring. The first we see is that it involves this idea of dedication. This idea of dedication, and there are four D's here, and I'll give them to you right in a row here. Dedication, durability, deliberateness, and delight. <coughs> Excuse me. Dedication, durability, deliberateness, uh, d- deliberateness, and delight. Amen. Let's go. All right. All uh, right. So, so that, that, that's the, the reality of these things when we're talking about endure. The first thing is you have to be dedicated to it. You have to want to do it. I, I'm afraid that sometimes Christians go through things and the Christian life is easy on Sunday. 
And the rest of the time, it's easy to not be a Christian. You know, we, 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 we just give up Monday through Saturday. And then we get back together on Sunday, we play the part again. And, and by the way, people that do that don't do that for very long. The way to, to, to be successful on Sunday is to have been enduring on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And not every day is a heartache. I, I, you know, I, 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 I sometimes, you know, it scares people to be a Christian because it sounds so hard and you got to sacrifice so much and you got to do these things. I, I get it. You know, the Marine Corps commercials are not sitting around uh, uh, Thursday nights uh, cleaning the barracks. They don't put those commercials out there. You know, field day, every, every Thursday in the Marine Corps field day, they don't ever make that a commercial. I don't know why. It should impress everybody, right? Moms of America, we teach a Marine how to clean their dorm, uh, their dorm, their barracks. Every, uh, uh, you know, every Thursday we teach them how to clean. Now, that's not very exciting. What are, what are the Marine Corps commercials? They got you taking on lava monsters and, uh, you know, giants and, you know, taking on a sandstorm with, you know, like it's some kind of, uh, you know, uh, 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 monster coming out at it and you know let's go and you know the enduring part is being dedicated from the very beginning you've got to decide this is what I want to do this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm going to stay doing it's that dedication dedication in every relationship in our life at the job how many no I won't ask you to raise your hand but everybody here has had a, a boss. Maybe you have a boss now you don't like. But everybody here has had a boss that you don't like, and you've gone through, uh, uh, you know, those circumstances of staying or going or didn't. One thing I loved about the military, if you didn't like your boss, wait a couple years, he'll be gone. You know, a new guy will be coming in, and, uh, you know, or you'll be going to another location. Of course, you know, you learn real quick, everybody, the best unit was the one they just left, the, you know, the, the worst unit's the one they're at, and, uh, you know, nobody was ever happy with anything, but you've got to be dedicated. You've got to understand that it's more than that. Putting on the uniform means something. You know, taking pride in doing those things, of trying to get the right alignment, and trying to get the right spacing. I even try to get the 1-8 spacing that's required on a suit jacket, and then and getting it right on a, it, this is not uh, obviously with, within typical uniform regulations wearing it on a suit jacket, but, you know, I still try to get it, uh, uh, the one-eighth inch separation like it's supposed to be on a dress blue uniform. You know why? Because there's a pretty precise way of how we always did things, and I was dedicated to that, and, and went through the inspections and made sure it was that way, and it's the same thing in our Christian lives. You know, the hardest thing to do in the Christian life is to read your Bible every day. It is the hardest thing. I've been a pastor for 16 years. I've been saved for uh, nearly uh, 40 years. The hardest thing to do. I'll tell you, I hear a sermon about it. Lord, forgive me. Tomorrow I'm going to do better, and I'm good for a while. I find a, a good Bible study, and I'll find a good devotion book. I, I get those ones, 365 daily devotions, right? 
Man, I'm, oh, I'm right into them. And then, oh, I got to make up, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, February and March. Uh, oh, 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 man, I, I'm, I'm missing this. Oh, man, I'm in June already. I can't read back four months worth of things that I've missed. Well, uh, what's today's date? From this day forward. All right, now I got to make a note. I'm going to, my one year starts now new, right? We struggle, don't we? It's simple. We read every day something, don't we? This is the hardest thing to read every day. Partly because if you grew up in church, you know the stories. Why do I got to read Samuel? That's about David. I know about David. Why do you got to read about Paul? I mean, man, go to any Baptist church. They're preaching Paul every week anyways. Why read about Paul? And, you know, I'm going to get this and... It's not going to relate to me. My Bible reading's in the book of Numbers. If I read about one more person begetting one more person, (laughs) how's this relate to me? Can I tell you, this is just just a microcosm of dedication. This is easy. And we can't endure it. How do we expect to win when it's a challenge? Dedication. Durable. Durable. You know, this idea of enduring hardness is this, is this sense of being durable. This idea of being flexible, responsible, uh, or not responsible, responding to the situation this durability takes on this life where we're, there, there will be tax against us. You know, the, the shine will rub off and it will still be durable. You know, the, uh, the, the luster will, will lose its appeal and will still be durable. We'll still be, uh, uh, we won't back down. We, we will uh, uh, move forward with it. And in, in the idea of the Marine Corps, <coughs> the idea of the Marine Corps you know, Semper Fidelis is uh, always faithful. That's the Marine Corps' motto. And those of us in the Marine Corps would change it and say, no, it's Semper Gumby. You know, the animated character Gumby, always flexible. You know, because that's what you have to be in the military. Things will change, hurry up and wait, and all of those things. So it becomes this, this idea of uh, Semper Gumby, always flexible. But it's, that flexibility is with this idea of durability. You know, that, that we're going to be able to uh, 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 move forward, not quit. When things change, when plans uh, don't go the way they're supposed to go. When I left the Marine Corps in 2006, we went to a ministry in Massachusetts. We were there for a couple of years, thought we'd stay there longer, and, and then went right into the, the first ministry in South Carolina as a pastor and you know, all of eight people in the church and, you know, uh, had, had get connected with some pastors in that, uh, in that state. And they sent me off to church planners uh, uh, conference and, and training. And uh, uh, I spent a week um, down in Dallas, Texas, going through this church planner conference and training and boy this was it and the the conference was behind me and there there were some resources and we're gonna go out and plant a church and never once have we planted a church Uh, 
And God has just seen fit to uh, give us the opportunity. We've taken some of the things that we learned to, to be able to help a church, but we've never planted a church. We had the best of dreams. This is it. I, I, you know, at this point in 16 years, I was going to be full-time working at the church, have two, 300 people in the congregation, and uh, uh, that's not how it is. We're helping a church down in Lawton who hasn't had a pastor for over a year. And I go down every Sunday. My wife and I go down every Sunday and teach Sunday school and preach for them. They don't do Sunday night service. Ten people. And uh, uh, all but one senior citizen. And uh, they call me kid. And uh, I may start coloring my beard again. I feel like a kid. And, uh, you know, they call me kid. And, and uh, you know, the uh, uh, boy, it just not what I thought it was going to be. But I tell you this, durability gets past what you think it's going to be. You know, the Christian life is going to be all easy peasy. God's going to come in and bless us all the time. He's going to take care of everything. We're never going to have any problems. You know, we're, we're not going to have to worry about things. You know, I, I remember buying my, that first GMC out there, and uh, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Kevin knows more about cars than I do, and uh, so uh, he told me a GMC, told me what year to get, and, and now he doesn't even drive a GMC anymore. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I get this GMC, and, you know, it's like, all right, this is it, and I'm going to, I'm going to build on that, and that was 2015. I'm still driving my first GMC, and, uh, you know, you start to think about getting in that, and the seat doesn't quite fit new anymore. It's, it's you know, it's got my impression in there, and, uh, and, you know, man, why can't I get a new car? Why can't I, right? Where's those blessings? Lord, I'm serving you. Why? The durability coupled with that dedication we endure the hardness. The hardness of the challenges of the world, the hardness of the challenges of the easy, the hardness of the challenges of our own mind. It's easy to get discouraged, isn't it? The third thing I gave you was deliberate. We need to be deliberate on purpose. We need to do it on purpose. I, I don't know that we need to put much effort into that one, do we? That, that point sort of speaks to itself. If we're going to endure hardness, we've got to do it on purpose. What's Peter say? Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Well, the devil always wins. Did you even try resisting? Well, no, I got these sins that easily beset me. Oh. That's why they easily beset you, because you easily give in to them. And it's a good excuse. We all got them. We all got them. Mine is traffic. <laughs> I am impatient. And it's funny, I was this way in Wisconsin when our town had one stoplight and I'm behind the traffic of a tractor, you know. That's the traffic jam. Now we live in Oklahoma City, and it's I-40, and uh, it's a traffic jam. And, you know, you, you're sitting there, and you're replanning everything for the highway department. Well, if only you'd have an off-ramp here and an on-ramp there. And, 
you take care of everything. Boy, but we've got to do it deliberate. We've got to resist deliberately. We've got to choose to be the Christian to endure hardness. You know, too many times people just want to wear the uniform. They just want the, the accolades. They just want the pat on the back. They just want the attention. And they don't want to persevere. I remember uh, Desert Storm back in the, the great Iraqi war to end all Iraqi wars back in the 90s. And, uh, you know, that uh, a Desert Storm, I was stationed in Germany at the time. And we had people that were going down to the chaplain, becoming conscious objectors. Uh, there was a, a common uh, occurrence of uh, uh, the area of, of female Marines that were uh, claiming pregnancy. I, I, I was a soldier then, female soldiers that were claiming to be pregnant. And uh, there was this saying, and there, there was this common fear against those people where, no, I'm not, I didn't sign up to go to war. I didn't sign up for, you know, to shed my blood for oil. I didn't sign up for these things. And, you know, there was this, this conversation that happened quite a bit. It was, well, why did you sign up? Well, I'm only here for the college benefits. Ah, uh, yeah, that comes with the potential that you could go into combat. You know, yeah, you're going to get those benefits. And, yeah, they're going to draw you in with that, but... Just when things get tough, it's not the time to quit. You got to do it on purpose. And, 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 and we find the last point sort of brings it all together because cause these other ones, dedication, durability, the deliberateness, they're sort of a grit your teeth kind of thing and, and bear through it. I mean, that's sort of the attitude of endure hardness to grit your teeth and bear through it. But the last point we see is delight. It's, it's, it's almost, doesn't Paul talk about this in Corinthians? The Lord loveth a cheerful giver. My dad used to say when he was pastor, the Lord loveth a cheerful giver, but we'll take offerings from a grouch. So don't worry about it. You know, there's got to be a delight in that process. That is where it talks about the joy of our salvation. That is where it talks about the joy of our service, the joy of our sacrifice, is that there is delight in it. I, I oftentimes, instead of explaining all my different branches of service, and most people that would see me in, in, in a uniform, a dress uniform with ribbons and medals, I, I have a combination of, of personal awards and campaigns from the Army and as well as awards from uh, the Marine Corps and the Navy. And uh, uh, so... Uh, you know, it, it definitely is mixed and, and sometimes requires me to explain things. But uh, I oftentimes just tell people I, I, 18 years in the Marine Corps. And, and, and then that's not true. My wife had to tell me, you got to say military, 18 years in the military. I, I, it, it's funny, when I was in the Army, and again, I was, I was a, a young guy. When I was in the Army, I, I, I was... Uh, first Cav uh, Regiment in 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 uh, Germany, we were the uh, first regiment of dragoons. And I had this quite this storied history and everything, and 
and uh, uh, love being in, in 1-1 calves, and uh, not the same calf out of Texas, uh, the, the yellow patch and all that, but, uh, uh, you know, it, we're 1-1 calf, and we were attached to 1st Armored Division in, in Germany, and, and I remember that unit information, but I, I didn't even know the Army had a theme song. I didn't know the, I didn't know the, you know, the caissons was a whole army's theme song. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I don't know that I still know when the army's birthday is, maybe sometime in June, July, I guess, you know. I, I could tell you about Tun Tavern where the Marine Corps birthday, November 10th, uh, you know, uh, every Marine remembers those things. When I went through Marine boot camp, I don't, they, in, they, they instilled in the first two weeks marine knowledge. You learned how to march, and you learned about, uh, uh, you know, uh, Captain Samuel, and you learned about uh, Dan Daly and Smedley Butler, and you learned about A. A. Cunningham. You learned about all of these men of Marine Corps history to tie you to them. And so you felt, man, I couldn't bring shame to those Marines. The Army never made that connection with me. And, and it's a much bigger service and a much, much more storied history. I get that. And that's sometimes why I, I'm, I, you know, I'd, I'd wear a Marine uniform before I'd wear an Army uniform. Uh, I, it's, it's, there's that connection through that past. And, you know, I think sometimes we get into this Bible and we don't feel a, a connection to it because we haven't connected with that history ourselves we're not enduring and dedicated and deliberate and delightful in that history and see the part that we now nobody's going to write a bible and put our story in there but god's writing a book in heaven and it says the books will be open by the way i don't know that we're saying that believers aren't going to have a book written about them because we find that at that great right throne judgment, the books will be open. I'd assume that everything's recorded in heaven. And then the comparison is, all right, this is what your life is, is your name in the book of life. And those who are not found are cast into judgment. Those who are found are well done, come into the, the place of the master. I, I sure want to be deliberate. I sure want to endure I sure want to take delight in it. Be proud of it. In this afternoon service, we'll talk a little bit more about walking worthy of our vocation and develop this idea of delight even more. I thank you for your attention. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you <coughs> for the opportunity to develop this. Just this idea of enduring hardness. I, I think we understand. You know, and, and we could even go further. He says that, we don't entangle ourselves with the affairs of this world. There's, there's so many things, but yet we get caught up in the wrong things. No wonder we don't become durable. We, don't, uh, we find it too easy to quit and to give in. and we, we blame it on our sin nature or sins that easily beset us. We, we blame it on other things. But Lord, may we today, at the, at the end of this lesson, the the result of this lesson is not just to hear another story or a different voice, but the, the result of this lesson is for us to commit, Lord, I haven't endured like I needed to. I'm, I'm going to endure. I'm, I'm going to be dedicated. 
I'm going to uh, be durable. I'm not going to quit. I, I'm, I'm going to be deliberate in my actions, Lord. I, I am, I'm going to make every effort to, to move forward with this. And Lord, I, I'm going to take delight and the joy of my salvation, serving my Lord. I'm going to do it on purpose with a smile, knowing that I'm pleasing my Heavenly Father. We thank you for the opportunity to open your word. And Lord, we ask that you'll bless our fellowship until the next time we gather. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.